Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm sure at some point we've all heard the saying, let go and let God. And that's a lot easier said than done at times. You know, there was this popular song that came out a couple years ago. When I say a couple, I mean like over 10 years ago. <laughs> and it was called Jesus Take the Wheel. And I was thinking about how a lot of times in our life, especially as Christians, we have this thought process of like, God, I trust you. Or we will say like, Jesus, take the wheel or take the lead. And as soon as he goes like a different direction than we want him to, we start questioning if it's the right thing and we quickly take back our trust And, you know, this whole idea of let go and let God, that only happens when you're able to understand that we have a desire. I have a desire as a human for control. I want to control my life. I want to control the outcomes in my life. I want things to be a certain way. And in one sense, it's like that's really good because I have an expectation. But in another sense, it can be negative because then I never actually follow God and I don't trust him because I'm doing my own thing. And I think, you know, one of the most prominent themes in scripture is to trust God, especially in times when it's difficult to do so. And if you look at scripture, there's so many scriptures that talk about this. And although it's not easy to actually let go of your way, one of the things I'll tell you that I've found is that it's always worth it because God's way is way better than my way. And I actually get in the way of my best when I start trying to do things in my own strength and my own power with my own knowledge. And so I started just thinking about, you know, what does it mean to trust God? You know, we're in this season where it's around the Christmas season and we're celebrating the birth of Jesus. And I think about all the stories that are kind of smashed together in this season, you know, Mary and her having to trust God in her situation, carrying the savior of the world, Joseph having to trust God that this was actually like his wife actually was being used by God and she hadn't cheated on him. And then the wise men and the shepherds and all the people who came to see Jesus and however long that took, there's just so many people in this process that had to trust God. And then on top of that, the son of God, Jesus had to trust his father that he had a plan. And I think when, you know, I'm thinking about this season of our life, this Christmas season can be very difficult for people because we're ending the year. You have a lot of expenses at the end of the year. Like my HOA bill just came in. I don't know why like HOAs are a thing. I mean, I get it. It helps the neighborhood stay nice, but anyway, it's just frustrating. But you have all these bills coming in. You're looking forward to what's going to happen for tax season in the next couple months. You know, there's just a lot of things happening. You have to buy gifts for everyone and their mom and their cousins and their friends. And you have to decide who's worth <laughs> buying a gift for. Honestly, like what's worth your money? And and I think, you know, I'm I'm thinking just about like, okay, so in this season, for me, instead of getting frustrated, like instead of getting stressed out, like what does it mean in my life to let go and let God? What does it mean to trust God? And I think that trusting God is simply just believing that he loves you and knowing that he's good and that he has the power to help you and he wants to help you. I think that sometimes we overcomplicate it, but really if you if you read the Bible, if you spend time in the word of God, whether that's, you know, you're in the actual Bible or you're doing a devotional, Whatever that is, when you're in the word of God, you get to know the character of God. You get to see how he operates with people. And I think that 
The stories that are incorporated in the Bible really help us because if you've noticed, there's no perfect person in the Bible. The closest that comes to perfect person is Jesus. And he's obviously the son of God. So that's a little bit different, but we see all these stories in the Bible for our reference to help us to understand how to operate with God. And you see people that struggle with their faith. You see people that struggle with trusting God. You see people that are dealt with really hard situations and have to decide, am I going to, am I going to follow God in this? And I think that we overcomplicate trusting God, but really it just, it just means to believe ultimately that God loves you and he wants the best for you. And it's, it's kind of funny to me that Christians are referred to as believers. Like if you think about that, like a lot of times people say, are you a believer? But many times we're like unbelieving believers. Like we trust our friends. Uh, Sometimes we trust the bank, you know, we trust in the stock market or we trust in the government more than we trust in God and his word. And a lot of times we're trusting in ourselves over God because we think that we can handle it, that it, it, I'll get into that in a second. But basically, we're called these believers, but yet we're not living a life of belief. We're not living a life that actually puts our trust into action, which is faith. Faith is the active form of trust because you're actually taking action. That doesn't mean that you're taking control. That means you're taking action on your trust. And in John 15, 5, Jesus actually says that apart from him, we can do nothing that we need to lean on him for help with everything in our life. You know, I think it's interesting because in the Bible, like so often we see that it talks about how like, you know, God knows our hairs on our head. And if you don't have hairs, he knows the follicles where they're meant to be. (laughs) He collects our tears. Like he talks about how like that if the sparrows are important or if a sparrow falls, like we see all these insignificant things seemingly that God says are important to him. So when a big thing happens in our life, why do we start to like think, I've thought this before. Why do we start to think, well, God, do you not see what's happening in my life? God, do you not see the direction that my life's taken? And I I said that I was going to trust you and you're not working it out for my good. But the truth is we can't see the full picture. You know, a lot of people they go to church and they hear what they should do. And then they go home and they try to do it all on their own. Meaning they hear that they should trust God. And then instead of trusting God, they take it into their own hands. And they usually end up desperately telling God how hard they're trying to do what he needs them to do. And really they're just leaving God out the whole time and just working really hard at something that really is his space of authority. God wants us to put him first in our lives. He wants us to put him, put our confidence in him and trust in him all the time in everything, even in seemingly un- insignificant things that you feel like you could handle on your own. When you involve God, the greatest thing that you could ever do is realize that where you're weak, it says his power is made perfect in your weakness. So where you don't feel like you're smart enough, strong enough, rich enough, whatever you think that would disqualify you, God fills those gaps. And sometimes we actually take God out of the picture and we take control of it on our own. And like I was saying earlier, I like, I have this habit. I have this thing that I do where I trust in myself because I've formed this thought process throughout the years through getting hurt or people like me figuring out I can't trust friends or, or people that have been in my life. I, I, figure out I can't trust them. And somehow I think to myself, if I want it done right, if I want it to happen the way it's supposed to happen, I've got to do it myself. I've got to make it happen on my own. 
And it's just an interesting thing because I have this mindset, but yet I understand sometimes why I have that with people. And obviously I need to work on that between me and God. But then somehow I like trickle it over into my relationship with God, like unknowingly, because I think, well, I got to take care of me. And in the Bible, in Proverbs 3, 5, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. This scripture shows me that we can trust God with a part of our heart, with like pieces of our heart, with things that we're comfortable with. But like I said earlier, when we say Jesus take the wheel and he takes the turn that we didn't expect, somehow we like, we retrieve our trust and we're like, oh, well, well, I want to trust you if you go right, but you're going left and I can't trust you if you go left. Trust is not a conditional thing. Like whenever we realize that God is not only worth trusting in, but he wants, be- he wants better for you than you even want for yourself. In our own understanding, when we lean on our own understanding, what you don't realize is you're limiting your life. You're limiting your possibility. You're limiting your blessing. You're limiting God's anointing and favor on your life because you're only going to be able to get an outcome that you can get on your own. You're not going to be able to get the outcome that God has for you because you're not God. So when we have this understanding that we can go beyond what we just want and what we feel. So like a lot of times what happens, we're like, well, God, I want this to happen. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've talked to girls and they're like, I want to be with this guy, but they know it's not the right thing, but they keep pushing it and they try to somehow fit it in the will of God. And they're like, God, I trust you with this. But if you trusted God with it, you would be willing to give it up if you knew you needed to. And when you hold on to something so tight because you just feel it or you think, you're actually disabling God to help you. You're you're taking his power out of this. And if you're actually able to reflect on the word of God and what the word says and what God says about it, the fact is, is that you have the Holy Spirit with you. And a lot of times we can ignore the Holy Spirit. We have these warnings. Like, you know, I think about uh, when I was younger, there would be these movies where people would be like driving spaceships or planes and they would start to go at a bad altitude or something would happen with the plane. And there would be this sign that would flash and sometimes even a voice that would go warning, warning, warning. And sometimes that happens in our life with the Holy Spirit. And we're like, shut up, Holy Spirit. Like, this is what I want. Do you not see how cute this person is? Do you not see how much I like them? But that doesn't matter when it comes to like God's best for you. It's either you're going to trust God with your life. You're going to trust him with your finances. You're going to trust him with your relationships. You're going to trust him with your job. You're going to trust him with your kids or you're not. There's not like any middle ground with this. And so this is something I'm challenging myself with because we're able to actually break bad habits and develop good ones when we go to the word of God, when we go to God. And life can actually be simple and peaceful when you come to God like a child or or like someone who actually trusts him and you say things like, God, you know what? I don't want to do this on my own. I just want to trust you. You might have to say that five times in a minute because you're not really feeling it. But I promise you, one of the things my dad always says is act your way into a feeling, don't feel your way into an action. So if you don't feel like you trust God, say it out of your mouth. God, I don't want to live life on my own. I want to trust you. You know, maybe you're like, God, I don't know what to do, but I want to trust you. When I don't understand why this is happening, God, I want to trust you. And you know, I'm going to do my part, God. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to I'm going to follow you. I'm going to lay down what I want, what I feel, and God, I just trust that you're going to do the rest. You know, I want to encourage you with Isaiah 26, 3. It says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. 
When you're focused on God, when you're focused on what he's doing, when you're focused on following him, you're not worried about what anybody else is doing. You're not worried about how many likes are on a picture. You're not worried about your haters. You're not worried about the people who don't like you. You're not worried about anything negative. You're not worried about how this isn't working out because you know you can trust God. And so guess what? You're in perfect peace. Because your mind is focused on God. Your mind is focused on the character of God, that God loves me. God is going to work this out. He's going to help me. When I can't do anything else, he's going to do the rest. Because God's best, his best place to do things is in the impossible. So if you're sitting in an impossible situation today, if you're in a frustration today, if you're in hurt today, I want to encourage you in this season where we're celebrating the birth of the Savior of the world. Trust God. Don't, don't figure it out on your own. If you're going to do anything, spend time with God and ask him to help you. Don't try to go to your best friends and get their opinion on it. It's great to get mentorship, like godly mentorship. That's awesome. But mentorship comes from someone who is, who is ahead of you. Someone who's more spiritually mature than you. Someone that can pray with you and believe with you. Not someone who's just going to agree with dysfunction or agree with your feelings. You need somebody that's going to tell you the truth in your life. And I want to encourage you, if you don't have peace... I'm not talking about that you just want it, but if you don't have full peace that you know I'm following God, don't go in that direction. Just wait. You know, the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. There's times where we need to be still and hold back from what we want and let God be God. Because you know what? There's people that will leave our life. There's people that will will say negative things about us. And we don't need to vindicate ourselves. We don't need to go chase after those people. We don't need to go tell people the truth because God is the one that, that is able to reveal the truth. It says in the Bible that he's your vindicator. And, you know, I just fully believe in this season of our life. He is the Prince of Peace. And so what that means is you can know if you're following God. You can know if you're trusting God if you have peace. And once again, peace is not just like a feeling. It's not just something that is like this mystical thing. It's a position of your heart. If you're willing to release something and it keeps coming back and it's peace and it's like you know you're not justifying something and you can go forward even if it's really scary, that's how you know God's gone before you. That's how you know you're trusting God because you're not trying to like finagle your way. You're not trying to be like, oh, you know what, God, this could be from you. You know what, God, I know it's not all the way there, but you you work on people. You know, God, God wants to give you the best. And yes, God's always doing work in people. He's always doing work in our life. But why not get the best from God? Why not, why not trust in him with all our heart? Because the truth is, is that God has so much for you in your life. He has so much greatness. And I want to be a part of it. I want to see it happen in my life. And I hope that you want to see it happen in your life. And you know, I posted something the other day on Instagram. And I actually was going to sleep and I just had this thought. And I was just thinking about how you get to choose the type of life that you have. You can choose a life where you settle, where you justify, where you you get your way, or you can wait and follow God and trust God and you can have greatness. Something beyond what you could have ever thought or imagined in your job, in your family, in your relationships, in your dreams, in your everything that you could even apply this to. Because guess what? God put the desires in your heart and he knows how to get you to them And he knows how to get you through that door better than you could ever do for yourself. So I just hope that that encourages you today. Let go. Let God in this season. If you're stressed, if you're frustrated, it's probably an indicator that you haven't spent enough time with God and you're trying to do it on your own. Let me just pray for you. (laughs) 
God, I just pray that for all of us, that you would help us to trust you more, that you would help us to follow you fully, that we wouldn't just trust in our feelings or our thoughts or our emotions or how we see life. But God, we would we would sometimes just stop and we would go, God, I want what you want in this. So if it's not of you, take it away. God, I want what you want in this. So if it's not you, shut the door. And God, that we would trust you when you go left and we want you to go right. That we wouldn't just say, Jesus, take the wheel. And then when you don't do what we want, we take back our trust. But God, I pray that our trust would actually lead into faith, which is the action part of our trust. That we would begin to live and act like we really do believe that you're God. That you're bigger and stronger and greater than any problem we face, than any pain we could encounter, than any sickness that would come near us, God. So we just trust you today like never before. And we ask that you help us when we are weak in this scenario. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at keelacraftambrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at keelacraftambrose.com.